It's already on. I wasn't even already. Just go. It's funny. I always thought he liked you better. Welcome back, folks. Hello. That was, uh, what do you call that? That old hot mic thing? But yeah, happy day, right? This is Tuesday. Oh, well, happy late walking dead, dead, dead day, dead day, dead day. Today is... Good, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Thank you. That should cover every time zone in existence. Yes. So, um... This is a little late, and I actually have the last episode five in my brain. So I don't think I have a lot to say this week, except for the Not Bro Nation guys were correct, I think. They were correct in who going to snatch them up. I already figured that out, too. And um, I didn't. I didn't think it was going to be that person. I thought it was. I like the fact that they gave Daryl's ex-girlfriend or whatever she was supposed to be the military background because yeah, when they did meet, they didn't say anything. Yeah. They just had that romance and then he chose his people over her. Before we get into this, but can, anyway, can we talk about how you saved my life last night? I saved your life last night? Yeah. A bird flew into my window and I took off. I, I was gone. I was gone. I got out of there real quick. A bird flew into her window and she was under an attack. Yes. Ancient dragons shrunk themselves. Yeah. Into a small little house bird flew into her window and her life was threatened. She was about to be burnt by the fire breathing three inch skinny bird Look like a starving mouse. Yes, you're welcome that I saved your life from the baby dragon. It was scary. Yes. What was that show that we were watching? That British show? And it had a pocket dragon? The Watch. The Watch. <laughs> Can we go on now? Fine. So, rendition, did you see it? What did you think? Um... Thankfully, if I'm correct, we didn't have to see whining Whisserface all week, right? That whole entire episode. This is just Daryl, correct? Maggie? Yes, there was no Maggie. Um, no. I don't remember. But anyway, so, uh, Daryl, where's dog? Dog, come here, dog. Doggy, dog, dog. Dog, dog, dog. Dog disappears and standing next to a reaper covered and I'm sitting there going, the body frame, that's a that's a woman, we already know who it is. And she pulls off her mask, and then she said, funny. Well, well, it took a while of him, like, trying to get away. So he was like, he was calling Dog. He was like, come on, man, like, we gotta get out of here. They're trying to kill us. And Dog was like, no, no, no. This is my girl. I've been with her since day one. And he was like, wow. We well, didn't say that, but that's probably how he felt at the moment. 
And then she said that. Funny, I always thought he liked you best. And that was a great opening, volley. And then, that was it. Yep, that's the end of the episode. Bye. Daryl gets snatched up, dog disappears, and all he's looking for is his dog. And they got him wrapped up tight. And then we have to go through the usual, well, not the usual, not for The Walking Dead. There was some waterboarding involved and a whole bunch of other stuff involved. And I'm sitting there, and we're watching this going, poor Daryl. Right. Poor, poor Daryl. He's but, been through so much. He's been taken captive. Right. A number and, of times. Plus, she had him tied to the chair again like the first time they met. Which was really cool. I like how they did that. That was kind of like a throwback to that, to that episode when they had him, when he first had him in a chair. But then they put him inside that little cage, had him chained up, or at least his hands were inside the cage. I'm like, well, at least he got a window. Because the last time he was locked up, he didn't have a window. No. He had a little light coming under the crack of the dough. And next door to him was one of the people he was running with, which really wasn't his people. It was Maggie's people. He's like, I'm not going to tell you nothing. What did I say? Every time those people say that, they end up saying something. Or dying. Or, right. So just shut your mouth. So Daryl's like, hey. I'm like, no, nah, I don't know you. I don't know you, man. I don't want any part of what y'all got going on here. And he was like, and he said, got it? Like, as in... Shut your mouth. And he was like, yeah, I got it. If you die, you die alone. Sorry. So, so you know, they go on with the torture. And I sat here watching this and I'm, I'm thinking, if you really wanted to torture Daryl, like, dude, the man has eaten dog food. Like, you really want to torture him. Do you to play that, what's that song that Negan did? We're on easy street. Da, 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 da. When you're on Easy Street. If they had played that, Daryl would have lost his mind. Which, you know, isn't the worst song ever. By the way, it's it's, it's a catchy song. It's a catchy tune, but, but come on. But if somebody used that for torture, I'd probably just go insane. He was over in Negan. He was with the Saviors for how long? And they had him in a tiny little box with no light, and they served him dog food until he finally ate it playing Easy Street. No. For hours, that would drive you nuts. If you heard that song, you start twitching. So, I mean, after all the stuff that Daryl's been through, them putting him in a little cage was really not going to do something. Now, the waterboarding thing, I thought, well, that's a little much. I don't know if he's going to be able to take that, but he still went on with it and still did the whole protecting thing like Eugene has been doing, you know, with like that quick-thinking lie. My people, uh, no, nah, I just happen to be running with them. You know, I don't even know who Maggie is. I, I don't, you know what? I was I just, just I met was, him down the block. Yeah, I just met them like a minute ago, and then he went on. I love the stretching of the lie to, well, the leader of the group is that woman and this tall, skinny guy who never shuts up. Like, wow, Negan. I mean, wow, you just threw Negan up under the bus. Like, go kill him and her. Uh, well. <laughs> I mean, better than him, right? I guess. I guess. I'm assuming Negan will be leaving, shuffling off this mortal coral, but not that way. He can't go out that way. That's that's just wrong. Yeah. Although these these guys do kind of remind me of the saviors. With being organized, although they don't have a their small group because that's organized we, like, crime. 
their small group, as we had learned, that they were all former military mm-hmm. and special forces. Yep. Run by the guy who they call Pope. Pope is a little insane. Pope, I thought perhaps they would call him Pope, not because he was a leader of something, but I thought maybe he was some sort of religious type of dude. And then when I saw his reaction to one of the death of the guys, I was thinking, well, maybe he is. He was doing some chanting. Yeah, I'm like, well, maybe he is, but I think Pope is probably his last name. Um, Yeah, they brought in a poor guy who got killed, which was, you know, one of their numbers. But I'm sitting here thinking, what did you expect? Yeah, the guy who brought him back, he was like having a meltdown. It didn't really matter. More on that later. Yeah, like, but what did you expect? You send your people out to kill somebody, you start a fight, you think everybody's coming back home? They killed our people. You tried to kill me first. Yeah. So poor Pope, he kind of, he tripped out and started chanting and they brought in a guy who looked like maybe he was some sort of chapel or priest or I don't know what, they had the dude's body laid out and they were just sitting over and it's like really weird, like what are you doing right now? And I'm like, what, what's happening? Ancient rituals. Oh, yeah, Daryl, you need to escape. <laughs> it's time to get out. But yeah, I think Pope's people are a little... Um, I'm thinking that whatever happened to them back in the days before the as they as they're calling it the fall, um, sort of messed them up. Didn't he say something about they used to work for the government, but then the government didn't need them or something else the like that? The government forgot about us or something like that. Yeah, and they just left them out hanging out to dry. But I think for him mentally, there's something else going on in there. I think he's not wrapped too tight. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and these fools are following him. You know there are always those followers, right, who do anything someone says. They like to follow. They can't lead. They can't do anything else. Their whole entire life is about following. And there's one such guy there. Yeah. And so uh, Maggie Light. Not Maggie Light. What's her name anyway? I forgot. I don't, I don't know what her name is. I don't like her blonde. The blonde hair thing. It just, well, I guess they try to make it a blonde gray like she's a little bit older maybe. Or maybe, or just the red dye faded out during the zombie apocalypse. Well, they were already in a zombie apocalypse when she met Daryl. I know. Okay. She ain't had enough money? No. She couldn't find another box? Nope. Okay. So, yeah, the Pope guy is interesting. They kind of remind me of the saviors as far as their organization goes and the brutality of the things that they would do. Like, um... Negan said about, you know, he knows about theatrics. These guys do that, except for there's only like 12 of them. Yeah, which is, I guess, why Maggie said they come at they, night. They come at night, exactly. Because there's not that many of them. And they can't be seen in the daylight. It's kind of like watching that ridiculous show, all of the uh, CW shows, The Arrow, and which thankfully is gone. Oh, no, I think they said they're coming back. The Arrow and The Flash and all those other things. Because they look much better at night when you're shooting them at night because you can't walk around the daylight with them funky-looking plastic suits on. It's going to look as corny as you think it is in the daylight. Right. So you need that night to uh, to cover up your number and your nakedness. Or the lack of... Numbers? Yeah. Yes. So, 
Um, they got that going for them. So the, the whole waterboarding scene, I was like, man, just let me get my hands around your throat. <laughs> it's going to be on. What else interesting happened in that, that episode? Of, oh, the great testing. Yes, that. Now that we have your attention for the next few seconds, we would love to hear from you. Your your questions, your comments, whatever it is you want to say, your dislikes, we love to hear from you. And you can reach us at whitebeardandtk at gmail.com. That's whitebeardandtk at gmail.com. And while you're also there, you might as well check us out on YouTube. And you can find us at the Whitebeard and TK Experience. And on Instagram at the same name of Whitebeard and TK Experience. Where you can continue to follow along with our adventures on our Friday Night Adventure Show, where we'll be showing you some of the places that we've been going on our hikes and the recent road trip that we have been on. So go check that out on YouTube, the Whitebeard and TK Experience. And you can reach us at whitebeardandtk at gmail.com. Thank you. The trial by fire. Or baptism by fire, as people always say. Like, okay. Um, he was like, okay, you know, she said, you know, you know, I think it's, it's time. Everybody was like, it's time that you meet the Pope. He has some questions for you. So again, he ends up in a chair. In the wooden shack, or... Yeah, it's wood on the inside. The right, wooden shack. The, the, the wooden chair again. Oh, but uh, but before that, you know, the followers, as they always are, had to do a little bit of taunting like they were in third grade. Hey, man, you know, while you're in a chair, yeah, I bet you thought she was in love with you. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Look at you. Your mama wear combat boots. You know that sort of stupidness when you're like a grown man at 40 years old? I don't even know what they said to him. Do you remember? No. It was just stupid nonsense. Like, yeah, just get up out of here. Just, just go, just go. Go ahead, back to his lady friend. Okay, so everybody leaves. I think she was like doing something. I don't remember what it was. I think she like untied him, and and then she turns around and she's going to leave, and then the door won't open, and then the great sparks come under the door, and they light the shack on fire. Sounds like a song. Shack on fire. Anyway, go on. Anyway. Shack on fire. The shack is burning down. And I think she tried to get the... There's um, a shack song. The, love shack. Love... Okay, go ahead. It, it really could have been like the love shack because the two of them were in there. You know, former... Okay, fine. Forget it. Go on. I think she tried to get the planks of wood off the window. But then she just kind of retreated to the corner and started coughing on the floor. Well, she tried. I think she's, her muscles were a little weak. At least as I was thinking. But then she did something else. I was thinking, huh. Go on. I was like, really? Miss Mercenary, on the floor, coughing, can't take a plank out of a window. Come on. How did you kill people? Yeah. You expect me to believe that you've never fisted somebody a day in your life there's no strength in your body and it was at that point that I believed that this was a setup 
and then they somehow got a window open. And it was Daryl. Yes, I know. He broke it first and then started ripping the pieces apart. Well, he was like, come on. And she got out the window and he got out the window. He saved her life and then they were, they were getting ready to run. At least that's what we thought, you're savages. Um, I don't think that was ever the point. I think it was just to try to not burn up and die. But they get outside and the entire gang is just waiting for them. Hey guys, we're all here. It was a great shot though. Pope looking real ominous standing at the top not seeing anything. With his little hat. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, and it was just like, it's a party. Wasn't that great? No. Yeah, could we just have some cake? Exactly. Uh, she walks over to her little group, and they're just like, well, we had to test you. And you made it out of the fire without a scratch on you. You're just like us. Yeah, I love Daryl's look like, really? He gave her a look like, okay, I see what you up to right now. But then he also looked at Pope when he first got out because you said that, but I believe he was thinking, let's escape and get out of here. Because before they started talking, guys were saying stuff. He says, you know, well, is anything I need to know about this guy? Something like that. And so she was just saying, well, he's coming. Um, just follow my lead. So she was expecting he was going to come in there and talk. But then when the door got locked up, um, and she couldn't get out the fire. I think at that moment she realized that whatever they were going to do to him, they were about to do to her. And I think at that point, there, there was some point in her where she was like, okay, um, we got to fight to get out of here. But then when she started coming, overcoming by the smoke, I was like, man, I know this is kind of a setup, but let's see how this goes. So when Daryl gets out, he got her out. He was out. Obviously, he was like, well, we're going to, let's go. Then he looks up and sees Pope and his eye catches him. And he's got this look in his eye like, yeah. I know exactly the type of person you are. And he scanned everybody else and then she went and walked over to him and he, he gave her that look like, yeah, I got you. I see you. So I, I think even though it looked like it was as great testing as guys, it was a baptism by fire. And he went on his whole big old speech. Come, you become one of our number. Oh, wait, wait, wait. That didn't happen yet. But I'm sitting there thinking, while you're trying to size Daryl up, Daryl is getting intel on you. He didn't give up his people. He didn't give up anything, but he's just getting all the information about who they are by the way they're acting. He counted all of them when he came in. That's what he was doing with his hands. He was counting the people, so he knew how many people were there with him. I think it's like 16. Which is crazy. If you're going to kidnap somebody, at least make sure that the sack is not see-through. Yeah, that was, that was pretty poor. Unbelievable. That was pretty poor. You would think that they would know this. No. When you're starving and you're eating acorns, <laughs> it probably messed up the brain a little bit. Um, I'm shocked nobody has scurvy yet. <laughs> we were we were watching the, the the exclusive look at the episode. We haven't talked about the end of the episode yet. I'll get to that in a minute. But Miss Angela was like, I, you know, Pope kind of looks at her like a daughter, and I'm just like. Okay, but what type of father-daughter relationship is this? This is this is toxic, okay? The toxicity right now. It's just, it's astronomical. The toxicity? Yes. That is a word. I know. Anyway, 
So basically, it's like, welcome to the cult, Daryl. Yeah. And they all... A cult run by a military leader. And they all sit by the fire and roast marshmallows and go to sleep. No, that's not what happened. Didn't end like that. Well, they they shared something. Um, Midday when... (laughs) When Negan was with the... When Negan was with the whispers... And he's like, listen, man, I spent all day roasting that pig. I can't get some. And he sat around the fire. And the guy gave him one strip of meat. That uh, kind of reminded me of that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they're sitting around the fire. They're singing Kumbaya and, you know, talking campfire stories. And then Pope goes, this is, this dude, I don't remember if he has a name or not. He brought back two of our dead brothers. Yay! Whoa, cheer him on, guys. This is what we do. We sacrifice for each other. And then he walks up to the guy. I think he, like, turns him around or something. Anyway, he looks at his back and goes... Yeah, he had a question. It's like, hmm. You say you were standing right next to so-and-so, but all your wounds are on your back. It's at this point he knew that his life was over. Now... Is at this point when you should just run. Just run. Yeah. I, I gotta go pee. I'll be right back. Or whatever. But just run. Just run. Run He's as like, fast. I promise you can kill me. I just, I need to do something first. And we all know how that was gonna end. Yep. Because if, if the guy got shot in his chest and died, how the heck did your wounds get you get shot in the back? We all know how this works. You were running away. Mm-hmm. And you left your man there to die. And so what does he do? He throws the man in the fire face first and just lets him burn and die. And guess who turns away? Miss ex-girlfriend over there. Don't turn away. Don't turn away. You're the one who's running with these people. Yeah, but she was already saying, like, Pope, Pope, leave him alone. He's tired. It's been a long day. And then she watched him burn. And the rest of his guys were looking like a little bit shocked, like, Okay, um, this is new. Yeah. Which tells me that um, their little group is about to crumble after all these years together. They're about to fall apart. They probably haven't had any fatalities in all the years they've been attacking people. And so they already lost one who got who blew himself up. And then the two in this fight. And then now this guy goes and kills somebody. So I think that they've been shaken. And within the coming weeks, we're going to see them just fall apart. Now, what I was thinking was, Daryl is never getting out of there. Not alive. Um, He might, because, you know, he's a a smart character. Well-written character. He knows what to do. Gathering information. You know, Mm -hmm. paying attention to things. Not getting himself killed, but we'll see. If he gets out unscathed. Uh, I think the ex-girl is going to help him get away. I think she's also going to die in the process. No, excuse me as I drink my tea. No, it would be very interesting to see her help him escape. They extinguish everybody. Don't bring any other person. She can come. And then she meets Carol. Ooh. No, I think what's going to happen is they're going to escape. And she's going to be like, Daryl, go. And then like 
get beat up or something. And no, no, he's no. Gonna leave. Yes. I want her to meet. I want her to meet um, Carol. No, no. no, she has to escape. Wait, wait, wait. She has to escape. And then, oh, I can't say that yet because that was this episode. But, um, let's just say Carol has to shank her. Let's just say we find who's missing that we've been looking for that Daryl had a nice relationship with, building relationship with. Connie's sister? No, Connie is a sister, right? Yes. So, what if Connie shows up just when he's escaping? He sees Connie like, hey, Connie. And then he's with this lady, and then they run into Carol, and it's like, hi. That the uncomfortable look. Daryl with all the three love interest people. That'd be, why are you just staring at me? Because I didn't come to watch The Walking Dead for three love, in, like a love triangle. Oh, a love really? square. Really? Really? Then why were you all teared up when, when Glenn got his head bashed in? Why were you all they emotional? They were married. When, so what? So somebody got to get married at some point. But I didn't ask for a love square arc. Really? What? It, it's not a triangle because there are four people. Yeah, but what, what about the Rick and Michonne? That was not a love triangle. It was two people also married. And I didn't say it was going to be a love triangle. I just said it would be him oh sitting there uncomfortably looking, hey, ladies. No. And then Cheryl, Carol shanks her, drops her. No. The other one goes, thanks, Carol. You got me all wrapped up with all of them. And then Carol gets beat down. And then. It's going to already happen with Connie and Carol. We don't need to add another person in there who hasn't even been around. Yeah. And I, doesn't know anybody. Right. We, we know that Connie's alive. So I can't wait to see what happens when Connie shows back up. Because she, I know we're, we're jumping ahead and not sticking to this, but we're going to wrap this, this episode up anyway. She was stuck with all the walkers. Yeah. Like the whispers walking around. We know the whispers been doing that for a while, have lost their mind. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be interesting of what state she's going to be in when we finally catch up to Connie. I don't know if she'll be angry at Carol. Like, I mean, I was too. But I understand that she was just like so angry at Alpha that she just wanted to blow up all the walkers. I understand that, which is why I wasn't as mad at her. But I feel like Connie will also have a similar reaction. But did Connie know? But also, know? you blew up the cave while I was in there, so... Yeah, but did Connie know how the cave got blown up, or did she just know the collapse? I can't remember where she was, in front or behind? I don't know. She could have been behind Cal, right? I don't know. No, she would have been in front of Cal, because Cal would have been the last one in there to drop the, uh, the dynamite down the hole. How the heck did Carol get out? We gotta go back and watch that episode. So anyway, um, yeah, so we get here, the guy's burning up inside the fire, and then Pope welcomes Daryl into the fold, replacing the fallen brother like Jesus, replacing Judas. Interesting. (laughs) And that is all. That's all? Yes. Yeah, that that is it. That it was it was a it was a pretty good episode watching Daryl, and um, and see how that whole thing is going to be. 
is going to be uh, unfolding and working out. We did see episode five, so and a lot more stuff happened in that one, if I remember correctly. So yeah, that one is going to be more entertaining. I wouldn't say this show wasn't entertaining, but I'm just saying a lot more happened with the next episode, the following episode, which title escapes me. So we are out of here. We will catch you next week, God willing, right here. And um, yeah. Bye-bye. Autobots, roll out. <laughs>